right, hello, welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. And friends, we are playing a new game tonight. We're playing a game called Fract Empire Second Edition. A new game for us. Uh, it's uh, relatively new to the to the universe, as I think it was just released uh, from Kickstarter within the last couple of months. Uh, but, uh, but I'm very excited. There was a first edition. This is the second edition. I know there's like other other games like in the Fragged Universe and such, but this specific one, uh, we're doing space sci-fi in the far, far future, uh, post-human. So it's kind of apocalyptic in that way. Uh, but uh, but yeah, looking really forward. If you're watching this later on YouTube, check the check the show notes and stuff. We'll have links to everything uh, if you're curious about uh, getting a hold of it yourself. Uh, but we're going to be doing a session zero tonight. We're going to be making characters. Making group, making our group, coming up with a name for our spaceship, which is probably just going to be the Hot Pocket. Uh, but we'll see if someone can come up with something better. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Uh, but that's that's where we're at. Uh, I will give a, a slightly, very ever so slightly larger uh, explanation or at least background for the uh, for the setting in a few minutes. But uh, let's just say hi. I want to say hi to everyone really fast. That's 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 here. And I'm going to ask you, I mean, obviously introduce who you are. That's fine. Uh, but I also want to know what is your favorite sci fi show, movie and or game? And I do want to warn you that there is a correct answer uh, to this question <laughs> as we go around. So, Joe, who are you? What's your favorite sci fi show, movie slash game? Oh, man. Hi, I'm Joe from Defenders of Kobold. And uh, favorite sci-fi? Were you under the? I mean, like we are playing a sci-fi game, Joe. You see, <laughs> I rolled randomly. I always roll randomly for the order of the layout. I always do as my little mini game. I mean, Joe won, and he probably <laughs> he did it now. <laughs> He's not so sure he feels favorite, so favorite. Favorite sci-fi is probably The Expanse. Expanse is oh. an excellent, excellent answer. Excellent That's answer. Nice. Great answer. Okay, fantastic. Uh, Maitre, who are you? What's your favorite sci-fi? Uh, I am Maitre, and um, my favorite sci-fi. I was gonna say these fans until okay. Joe stole it for me. But my asshole. favorite sci-fi game is Mass Effect. Is Mass Effect Two? Mm-hmm. Mass Effect Two, excellent choice. I love yeah. Mass Effect Two. Yeah, that's a fantastic game. Especially, especially two, especially two. Yeah, two's uh, great. Fantastic. Uh, then we have the disembodied head of God, Chuck. It's me. Yourself and your favorite Hi, everyone. I'm Chuck. Uh, there's too many. Like, there's so many. Like, I'm going through. Is it this one? But there's I think right I'll go. Though. I'm going to go with the movie that I can always fucking put okay. on and watch. And it's never going to, like, never going to turn it. And uh, it's Edge of Tomorrow. Okay. Oh, well, yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. okay. Respectable. Respectable answer. Respectable mm-hmm. answer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Melissa, who are you? What's your favorite sci-fi? You might even know the answer, but I know you shouldn't say that answer because that's cheating. I'm not going to say that answer because it would be cheating. So, um, Melissa, um, Jeff knows this uh, very well. I absolutely am horrible in any topic of identifying something that is a favorite um, that is just not (laughs) something that I'm very good at at all. Extremely well. So uh, I'm so going to go back and say one of the first sci-fi games that I remember playing was Unreal Tournament. Ooh, wow. So I'm just going to throw, throw that out there. Legit. Okay. 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 I'm Melissa not going to answer an, your question, which yeah. you're also very used to. <laughs> Melissa is an interesting creature. We, we met when I first met Melissa, she was playing Unreal Tournament 
Dead or Alive, the fighting game, and watching Berserk. That was the first impression I have of him. Listen, Holy this is shit, this a good opening thing. impression. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Nice. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, all right, Jeremy, who are you? What's your favorite sci-fi? Get it right, damn it. I mean, honestly, for me, it's a toss-up between Babylon 5 and Deep Space Nine. Okay. Those are, a hard those are excellent legit, answers. Legit. Those, are, those are absolutely excellent answers. All of you are wrong. Uh, the answer, <laughs> <laughs> the answer is Farscape. Uh, Farscape is Ooh, Farscape uh, is great. I love that show with uh, with the, with a passion, and mm -hmm. uh, I am going to be using that as inspiration for a lot of what we're going to be doing uh, throughout. There's Amazing. even sentient mm. ships uh, within the Fragged Empire universe, which is very exciting. So we might run into way more of those than we probably should, uh, <laughs> so that we could just make more <laughs> references. And great. Uh, but no, no, all those are fantastic answers. And I, hopefully we're going to have a little bit of all of that. Um, but uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Side note also, one other quick question. Does anyone know or remember the MMORPG Wildstar? Anybody? I know. That sounds it. familiar. It showed up for a while. It had a lot of attitude. It was kind of space. It was sort of, you know, built in the WoW style. And then it fell on its face. And uh, um. And slide. Yeah, but uh, this game, in terms of its setting and style, sort of reminds me of it in some way because there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot. Anyway, anyway, just something, just throwing some stuff out. All right, enough of that. Let's dive in. Uh, Ashley remembers Wildstar. We used to play Wildstar. Like, Ash Ashley's in the chat. Okay, so uh, let's talk for a second before we kind of get into the setting as a whole. Obviously, a lot of this is going to be flexible. Uh, I've been I've been doing a lot of session zeros lately, so let's just touch on a few things. I want to make sure we're all kind of on the same same page. So for me, I'm approaching this using like comparisons. Farscape Mass Effect was on my list. A little bit of Firefly, uh, a little bit of Firefly, and that kind of nice. plucky plucky uh, crew type of thing. So the idea is really you guys are more of a um, you know small crew that just kind of gets caught up in bigger things, right? Kind of mm. kind of classic concept there. Uh, that's really what I'm at in terms of like tones and things like I'm not treating this like alien or mothership. So it's not going to be hardcore horror, which isn't to say that we aren't going to have like scenarios here and there where horror might pop up. Uh, but it's it's more going to be like exploration, adventure, intrigue, that kind of stuff uh, is kind of where I'm, I'm, I'm sort of taking it. Um, but if there are things that you all are looking for specifically, uh, or, or if you have lines and veils, things that you don't necessarily want to cover, like, let me know as well. Like you don't have to say it now, uh, but shoot that stuff out to me. I know we all play together a lot, but it's good to check in every now and then. And then I do want to stress that we are going to be doing some combat. This game does have a lot of combat rules, uh, combat. Uh, it's not, I would say calling it a combat heavy game is probably fair. Uh, but, uh, but in some ways we've been playing a lot of savage worlds lately. There's a lot of aspects about savage worlds that kind of I'm seeing similarities in here as there's like a kind of a quick encounter system for resolving combats in a fast way if they're not super important, but then there's also tactical combat when they are important. So I imagine we're going to be kind of bouncing back and forth between those similar to how we did when we were playing holler and deadlands and all that kind of stuff. But I would say expect to see some maps, expect to see some combat. Like it, I think it will pop up even though we do play a fairly, fairly theater of the mind game i do think we'll probably be kicking into that a few times here and there so so just a couple of things i want to get out of the way just so we're all on the same page uh all right next thing let's get into like the 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 world a little bit more just kind of just to give you a, the base i don't know how much all of you have read you guys have access to the pds and such but i don't know how much you've read 
But the the deal is, I'm going to this is this is the summary, and I'm oversimplifying all of this. So apologies to the creators. There were humans. They got really powerful, like like super crazy powerful, like really stupid powerful. Eventually, they started to decay, like genetically decay even. They made these creatures called the Archons as their successors. There's like a big old kind of inner human faction kind of war over it. Archons themselves kind of got um, kind of got obsessed with uh, with sort of perfection and creation. Eventually, the humans died off. The Archons kind of got obsessed with this notion of perfection. They created the Zion, which they thought were like the most perfect, wonderful creature. Uh, and uh, then they decided like, nah, never mind. No, they're not. And then the Zion got like really mad and like tried to kill every single Archon. So this crazy war happened for a really long time. Uh, eventually, almost all, all but one Zion was killed. Zion then, that last surviving Zion, like disappeared like to deep space behind this, behind what's called the, the Black Nebia. And there they created what somebody in the party is going to be, we're not going to say it yet, uh, a Nephilim. They, they kind of created the Nephilim as, as a weapon. And so when they came back, they just totally fucked up the Archons and just wrecked them just completely. This horrible, horrific war. There are all sorts of these other species that all of you are going to be playing because all of all of you are either created by the Archons or probably created by the, the Zion. And where we are playing is shortly after the Archons and the Zion's big, horrible, terrible war happened. And now all of these different species are kind of returning to the stars and starting to sort of venture out from where they were kind of hiding here and there. Each species is sort of venturing out for different reasons and they settled in different areas. Uh, but that's kind of the, the big conceit of the, the specific um, of the specific setting. Uh, we're going to be mostly playing around at least at the start in what's called the Haven system which is kind of the, the main or most populated system. It's got a bunch of uh, terraform worlds. One of the things humans were really good at was terraforming worlds. And they had these big ass robots that would do it. And there's still some that are working this day, like way out there somewhere. Uh, so this Haven system is where we're going to start. There's a bunch of population centers, a bunch of big old space stations, all that kind of stuff. And so that's where we're going to kind of hang out, at least at the very beginning of the game and eventually start spiraling out from there. The other thing I should say about this game is that it's um it's not a hard I wouldn't say it's not a, not like a super hard sci-fi game of their science and tech is all over the place but there also is like some spirituality stuff some um some magical stuff and you can almost call it that like you use ley dust to sort of travel really fast in addition to like jump gates and things like that there are certain species uh that have access to what is basically space magic uh so there's a couple of them that have access to it uh, here and there. So if you if you really have this desire to play a space wizard, you can totally make that work uh, within this setting. So lots of cool things like that. So are we ready to make some characters? Got any questions? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Questions? No. Characters? Yes. Yeah. I assume that. I assume that. I don't know why I do. I do that in class when I teach all the time. I ask two successive questions that contradict one another, depending on what you ask. And students look at me strangely. Okay. All right. So let's dive in. Character creation gonna take a little time so let's just be patient uh there's no foundry module yet though i know they're working on some stuff uh so hopefully you have your character sheets up so the so there's a several step process but the first step that we're gonna do is we're gonna pick your species uh, i'm just gonna go through them really fast i'm gonna do a lot of talking tonight because i'm going over a lot hopefully that won't be a pattern 
Uh, I know a lot of, I know all of you kind of have your eye on something and we'll, we'll kind of get into that in a moment, but I'm just going to go through all of them really fast. I even have some art that I'm going to pop up on the, on the screen for those of you that are watching this. Um, so let's go, I guess let's just go like, you know, one at a time, maybe something like that. Um, all right. So the corp, I would say, is probably the one we'll start with. And in, in, so these are just my summaries, by the way. These are not the in game. These are not in book summaries, just sort of how I remember them. So the corp uh, and I should say species is, by the way, like a combo of like your physical, uh, your physical, uh, natural ability, affinity, but also like culture as well. So some of these like the, the term species is kind of used a little loosely. Uh, so the corp are I like to think of them as supercharged Americans 2.0. Uh, basically they fully embrace capitalism. These were a species that kind of were a mistake and they were isolated and no one could go near them, like stay the hell away from them. And then as the war was kind of going crazy, uh, they were on a planet where, uh, the Ursi, which is another one of the playable species, like basically got attacked and died around them, et cetera, et cetera. And they discovered this old human, uh, like archive. And then that's where they discovered the, no the notion of capitalism. And they have fully embraced it. They have given up any sort of sense of like racial identity and they are just embracing this notion of like capitalism to its fullest extent. There are some that linger around that are still called the Vargardi, which is what they were called beforehand. But they're very, uh, like I said, Americans 2.0. There's a bunch of different subgroups. There's suits and socialites. There's neon hunters. And then there's like the Vargardi if you don't want to be. If you're anti-capitalist and such, that's probably the best one for you. The other three are kind of groups that you could potentially play within the, the hierarchy of that, that species. There's a Kaltoran, uh, which is a, another uh, somewhat humanoid species, um, though they do have like these pointy ears uh, that kind of set them apart. Uh, they're very big on family. They're very much like the plucky crew of Firefly. It's kind of how I think of them in some ways. Their biggest defining trait is their genetic memory. So meaning they can essentially access sometimes and share memories that their ancestors has. This is a double-edged sword because in some ways it allows them to learn tech more quickly or access tech that has kind of fallen out of use recently. But the downside is, is that during those wars, they were hiding because those Zion hated the Kaltorans because the, because like the Kaltorans were kind of like the favorites of the Archons for a little while. And so they were getting bombarded and killed. So they hid underneath these big old pit cities but they didn't prep particularly well. And so they didn't have enough resources. So they start eating each other as one does. And so now uh, in the modern day, uh, like a hundred years later or whatever, they have these memories of, uh, of all this horrible stuff that occasionally pops back up. Uh, so there's a bunch of different playable subgroups. There's rascals and watchers, there's pioneers, there's vagabonds. And then there's the dark tribes, the dark tribes, the people who have continued to do the whole underneath the city, eat people kind of concept. Uh, there's the legion. That's the next one up uh, who are they are basically the big warrior military like species. So Klingons, Krogan, whatever kind of comparison you want to make. That's basically what they are. Military society. But they're still very high on non-military roles. Big old muscular humanoids. They kind of got this grayish skin here and there. They live in cold places. Uh, and like the subgroups are based around. Are you a mercenary that's approved by the government? A mercenary that's not approved by the government? Are you like a farmer or are you like a nomad that's out in the in the wilds and that's kind of how the, the branches are kind of uh, split around they're also big pals uh with the corp uh the nephilim 
uh, is next. We already mentioned them. The Nephilim are a playable species. They're trying to come back from like the bad times. If you've played Starcraft, uh, they I think of them as like the Zerg in some ways. So they're a species that was essentially bioengineered for war. And now they're trying to evolve past that. And there's a whole mess load of different forms and subgroups that you can get. Some of them look humanoid. Some of them don't look humanoid. Uh, others are very far from it. There's different broods. And so like the Eden brood is the good brood. The Oni brood is the bad brood. They also eat people. What eating of people? Uh, I approve. Uh, so the playable yeah, subgroups are... Thing. Right? I agree. Yeah. Uh, the Tenebris are the ones, the one I think that's on the screen, which is like the ones with a bunch of tentacles and stuff. The Gargantuans are these big old dudes who they can kind of resurrect each other. And they used like there was like this, like the way it's described in the book is that they can if, if multiple gargantuans together, they can like give over parts of themselves, including their memories to like help resurrect a different different gargantuan. Uh, there are the emissaries, which are a, a more recent uh, kind of version, which are very humanoid looking. And they're there to try to make everyone feel better uh, when they're hanging out with them. And then there are the sentient munitions, which is like Nephilim that were created to be like weapons. And they're like, oh. We're not weapons anymore. We now have consciousness and stuff like that, uh, which is fun. Uh, next up, we've got the Palantor. That's the robot group uh, of the, that's the robot species of the setting. Um, they are mechanical bodies, but they have the digital copies of the minds of ancient humans who long ago digitalized themselves or digitized themselves. Uh, they are at war with the Mechanids, who is one of the big bads. They're like the bad robots. Um, and both are, basically looking for different nodes to access this big old galactic network so that they can try to rescue more minds from that network. And so it's like a race to get them out. But the Palantor are very small in number. They actually live secretly in the, in the ass end of a comet that goes around the Haven, uh, goes around the Haven system, which is a lot of fun. Uh, there are the remnant. These are the kind of furry, uh, I guess you'd call it, they're the cat people, furry people, uh, of, uh, of the setting. They're the anthropomorphic species. Um, cats are the most common because the remnant are like, they were traitors. Basically they betrayed and they, they, they set off like a, a big ass weapon and, and basically killed themselves. They wiped themselves out, but then they were resurrected. And so they're a very spiritual species. They follow that being the all being that, that actually resurrected them. So if you're looking to be very kind of faith-based, like space monk, that kind of stuff, like this might be a good option. You don't have to be a cat person. You can be others. It's just where the resurrection happened was just sort of around a population center where like cat remnants were a little bit higher in population, but you can perfectly make a space fox, let's say, if you wanted to be a star fox or something. Uh, you can play things like, um, all faith, uh, refugees, scion mind. These are all essentially different factions. They're different faiths and belief systems, uh, different fractured, uh, belief systems, uh, within that, that group back to the pounder really quick. I forgot to mention like one of the, 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 the different playable subgroups are sparks. So you can be like different colors and that's like defines your color. So things like pink and yellow and green, blue and purple. There's also MVPs, um, which are like, uh, robots who think they're essentially playing a video game sort of and they that's what that's what they think life basically is in a way and there's puppeteers so cool. which are sort of disembodied and they're like uh they're sort of kind of controlling others uh chuck is that you're are you gonna be a remnant you're gonna no uh, i've got a remnant sidekick this is it <laughs> i love it Aww. 
All right. He was two more. beating me up because he wants food. Very nice. Two more, and then I'll shut up for a few minutes while you guys talk. So the Twyfar, uh, which is the next one, uh, they're very nomadic. They're humanoid looking. Uh, they they travel the stars. They, they usually have these big old solar sailed ships and these big fleets and such. They are a symbiotic species because they combine two different species into one. One the, the main one that we know is the Twilinger, which are the human looking ones. But then there's another species called the Fairn, which is of like a pure energy species that no one really knows anything about. Like no one knows what they are, and but they somehow sort of merge. And so that's why we have like the Twyfar. It's like the two of them together. Um, the, the whole, this whole species like breaks themselves off into different symphonies and these symphonies are kind of defining how they interact with their ferret. And so it's all about kind of interacting with that emotional, that, uh, that energy, energy ball that they kind of merge with. If you want to play a space wizard, these are a very good option. So are the remnant. Uh, if you want to play something from Dragon Ball Z, uh, these are probably a pretty good option too. Uh, if you want to play something like that. And then we get to the Zhao. Zhao is the last one. Uh, I'm not going to lie. These are my favorite. Uh, they are blobs in their natural state. They were a chemical weapon that gained sent sentience. They were meant to uh, basically eat all biological matter. And so the, the more they eat, the smarter they get, but also like the more and like the more powerful they get. But eventually they get to the point where they kind of start going mad. And so if you eat too much, like you're hunted down and killed and destroyed and such. They're relatively newer species uh, in terms of like trying to come into the fore and get people to to sort of trust them. Uh, and you can be like different versions of them because they're they form themselves most of the time into bipedal forms and then they like take in other materials to sort of give themselves you know skeletal structure and like in you know, like organs and stuff like that. And so you can be an organic, which is pretty standard. You could be a chrome, which I know Joe is leaning towards, uh, where like you put like more machinery into you. Or you could be a wilder. Uh, those are the ones. So those are all the species. Sorry, I talked a lot there. Those are all the species that we have available to us for playable. I turn it over to you all. Who would like to start first? Who who has an idea for what they would like to play? Um, announce who the Nephilim is first. Yeah, right? there was a, a thing going on in chat to try and figure out which one of us is playing the Nephilim. Right on. Okay. Um, I am taking my 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 vote, my bets, and I am placing it on Joe. <laughs> You're betting that I'm playing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what a redirect for the right? person wow. that picked the Nephilim. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will be playing a Nephilim because I want to play just a bunch of space tentacles. Okay. <laughs> uh fantastic. Um when I thought of Nephilim, you play Nephilim, I thought, because you can kind of define a little bit of how they look. I just kept thinking of your your snot bubble from UVG. I'm like, you're just going to be a again, aren't you? Kind of in a way. Oh. Okay. Oh, man. That's so, not a bad idea. Okay. God, I shouldn't say anything. Uh, <laughs> such a broken, broken character that was. Uh, okay. Tango carne, here I come. <laughs> so... <laughs> If you're picking Nephilim, so every species has various benefits and disadvantages that come into play. And so this is where you're going to start putting some stuff onto your sheet. Uh, so, Chuck, you're going to want to look that up. There's the list in the back yeah. of the rules uh, that'll kind of go through everything. Um, for Nephilim, they essentially get, they get a little boost to biotech skill, medicine, exotic, and command. They 
get a little bit increased to their uh, to their endurance damage that they deal out. They get extra. They get a bonus on acquisition rolls. They get a couple different languages. However, nice. as you might expect, because Chuck's playing them, they're very uncultured. Uh, so get <laughs> minus two to culture. <laughs> Uh, that's pretty good, man. Come on, that was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. It's a good segue. Uh, it fits. Good segue. It fits. Uh, and also, you do you are subject to a a, uh, a species complication, so prejudice from Caltorans and Legion. Okay. Because Nephilim were a creation of the Zion, they fought on the side of the Zion. Caltorans and Legion did not. They were uh, they fought on the side of the Archons, and so that's kind of where that stems from. So you're gonna want to write that down. Uh, as well that complication part and do all of and add in all the extra stuff if you're using the pdf that we're using um you can see that there is a column for species traits uh next to the skills so just just add if you have bonuses from skills put mm -hmm. them in there bonuses or penalties put them in there oh. okay so we know who chuck is who's next and those are extra complications on top of the one that you have to take it first level exactly right? yeah exactly yeah. Yep, you get everything the species gives you. So there's that. Uh, who would like to go next? Chuck, uh, not Chuck. Uh, Joe, you know what you're gonna be. Just, just say it. Man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to be a chrome zow. A chrome so. zow. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, you let's see. I just had it up. So you're gonna be a zow. Uh, so zow specifically, you get you get some bonuses to physical plants and exotic you get some bonus of personal defense uh and your body is zao goo and various materials you've, mm -hmm. you've eaten like i god i just love that uh you may include uh, you may include in i'm sorry you may function in all non-heat and non-intense radiation based hostile environments you're immune to all sicknesses stims including strong hit effects strong hit effects by the way are like um like sort of like critical hit bonuses but they happen more frequently than critical it's with the way the dice mechanism works it's when you roll a six on the three exactly. dice, right yeah exactly yeah. so uh and in combat you're often rolling more than three dice because your weapon dictates that we'll, we'll cover mechanics when the time comes okay. um let's see you may use skills to perform zao body morph arcane rolls so you're going to want to dig into the arcane rolls if you're interested however joe joe you have minus two to your max intelligence so I really do. quick really quick note on attributes attributes there's you you can have between zero and five uh to your attributes mm -hmm. when it says that you have minus two to max intelligence that means the max amount of points and we'll do their attribute distribution in a minute is going to be three like you can't put any more than mm -hmm. three uh okay and then you also are kind of poor so minus one to your wealth skill also uncultured like like chuck so minus one to culture mm -hmm. and mm -mm. you're bad with computers <laughs> joe so Yep. Go ahead and get rid of that. Plus, you get two complications. You get obsession, you're eternally hungry, and you also get mm -hmm. uh, prejudice from Nephilim. All right? Awesome. We get to be no face from Spirited Away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, who is next? I'm going next. Um, right, I am planning on playing a Corpo. Nice. Because if anybody knows anything about me, it's how pro capitalism I am. Really, it's a little uncomfortable sometimes. I mean, you are Canadian. You live in Canada, right? And all yeah, Canadians, I'm, as we know, really I'm, just want to be Americans. 
right? Isn't that how that works? <laughs> I'm pretty pinko even by Canadian standards. Like, Canadian, I'm pretty pinko. <laughs> <laughs> I'm basically an anarchist in the U.S. <laughs> I'm All glad right. that you picked that one. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a too. lot of fun. I find the corp corpo. I was surprised at how fascinated I was with them. I'm like, just think about that for a second. They just happened to find it, and they're like, "Man, this this capitalism stuff is great." <laughs> Like, it's, it's just so, so great. They just don't know. They just not <laughs> so the naivete. Uh, okay. You get, uh, and you can add this, like, you can you can find this in the list section of the rules. There, I also kind of, in the in our Google Drive resource, there's a playable species PDF that just has, like, the stats and stuff from your species Sweet. if you just want to open that separate. Uh, but for stream, she, uh, she's going to get plus one to wealth culture because, as we know, my tray is far more cultured than Chuck and Joe. <laughs> Plus one to wealth, culture, tactical, and operations. Plus two to your max resources influence. We'll get into that kind of stuff later. Uh, plus one into current resources and influence. It's basically what you use to to equip items and to kind of equip your spaceship. Uh, however, you're, you get minus two to max strength, which kind of kind of sucks, mm -hmm. which means the most you can put in your strength attribute when we get to that stage is going to be three. Uh, and you okay. also have a complication, which is prejudice from Kaltorans. Kaltorans are like, the lovey-dovey family ones, right? Yeah, they're the ones who ate people well, 100 years ago. Obviously, they don't like us because like, yeah. they're soft and <laughs> they're so they, soft. you can't put they're a price so on love, but you definitely can. <laughs> Those people who ate their families to get through this dark, apocalyptic 100 Whatever. years of darkness. <laughs> softies. Okay, look, we've had enough of this like generational trauma. Pick yourself up by the bootstraps and let's get going. Exactly. Exactly. I hope there's a trick called pick yourself up by the bootstraps. That would be fun. <laughs> uh, uh, Jeremy or it's a Melissa. Is it really? Oh, that'd be great. Jeremy or Melissa, funny. do you have something? Yeah, I'm going to go hand in hand with the corporate. I'm going to be the corporate's best friend. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to play the Legion. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, ex-soldier now i'm in it for the money and you know honestly the corporal goes to all the fun places why wouldn't i hitch along i do what sure. i'm already good at i may as well get paid for it hell yeah. yes yeah uh We're gonna raise hell know. look good doing it do you have an idea of like what of the of the subgroups that you like the most because there's the exilia which were like the the people who left and they're like the unofficial mercenaries that that are kind of being welcomed back into the fold there's the auxilia which are like the the official government sponsored mercenaries uh there's the uh what's it called there's the nomads which are the folks that, that kind of they left to go fight stuff mm -hmm. in different parts of the planet and never quite got pulled back into like the the sort of the military base stuff and then there's the the was it the the foreign branch? I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. Um, but do you have an idea of which one? I was just kind of curious. I'm a toss-up between the first two. It depends upon my tray. Like, is your character like legitimate? Like, do you have ties with the government or are you just kind of doing your own thing? That's a great question and not one that I have been answered to yet. I'll lean towards the former, like okay. kind of being accepted back in, but because mm -hmm. it's not really a warm welcome, I've hitched my ride up to this person that has a ton of money and uh yeah maybe it, it's probably more interesting if i am like in line with them right like rather than a merc because that sort of adds some 
narrative complications to our shit if I have bosses involved. So maybe I am, um, maybe I am more legit. Okay. Legit. Legit to quit? Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm still going to go with the not fully authorized Merc, but that's part of why I'm hitching myself to you because I'm trying to. I love become, that. I'm becoming legit. <laughs> And going nice. straight. That's that's yeah. so lovely. <laughs> well, Jeremy, you get bonuses to leadership, as we all mm-hmm. know. Uh he is he is the de facto leader here. Uh plus one leadership uh, resolve heavy arms in gunnery. Yeah. Uh, you also get bonuses to your personal armor. Mm-hmm. You have the ability to function in in uh, space hostile environments for five minutes a day, and you can function in Arctic hostile environments. So um so your home planet is uh, is basically in the Cerberus system, but within the Haven system, there is like an outpost uh, on the planet of Lilith, I want to say it's called. Yeah, Lilith, mm. which is like this icy, tiny um, uh, planet kind of to the far uh, to the far outer portions of the of the system, um, whereas Corp, my tray, you are mostly in the. Um, like there, there's, there, I should say there's, there's towns and places everywhere, but, uh, the corp, they have a bunch of these big old space stations around, you know, the equivalent of Jupiter, this big old gas giant, um, oh, nice. called Alabaster. And that's where they, that's where they live. These big ass, um, space stations. So I'm, I'm showing a little of the map for the, like the, the main map. I really love the art style yeah. of the maps in this game, uh, as yeah. you can see, cause I ripped it off to do uh. the overlay. Um, and then. Let's see, Joe. Uh, as a Zao, your home planet is a secret location called called Plaid uh, or or Plaid, and only the Twyfar really know. And they've they've been kind of keeping you there. They're your unofficial jailers in a way. Not so much jailers. It's just like we don't really mm-hmm. trust you. Yet. Just chill. We want you to grow and that kind of stuff. And so there's some tension between between Zao and Twyfar as a result. Uh, so right now, the the image on the screen, if you're watching, is is only for for the Haven system. Uh, which is again where we're going to start, but there's there's all of you can be anywhere here. There's plenty of population centers. There's plenty of different and things. So yeah, I'm either as the chrome subspecies. They're usually kind of more integrated yeah. with other society and not on the exactly. Planet. Yeah, and um, like you're so. definitely definitely. Interestingly enough, like Zhao and Palantor are are kind of friendly as well. Yeah. Like you, yeah. So like they they kind of get along in in that regard. Okay, uh, and then it's going to kick us over to Melissa. I know, I know, Melissa, you had a couple options. What did you do? What did you end up with? What did you decide on? Yeah, so this definitely came down to like while we've been <laughs> streaming so far. Uh, so I thought about doing a green spark palantor because I thought that would be a ton of fun, and I liked that the green spark were sort of like they're kind of not as kind of fancily made and there's like more of them kind of as the scraps are being put together. And I I definitely liked that. I ultimately decided against it and I am instead going to go Salamander Symphony Twyfar. Very nice. So yes, the Salamander ones are like the teacher types, the sort of scientists and thing. They also do like the slicing uh, where you kind of slice off part of their fern and kind of pass it along kind of in a way. Fantastic. 
Um, okay, very cool. So again, the Twyfar, the that's the symbiotic, it's a duo species. Mm-hmm. It's the one we got the Twilingers comboed with the with the Farin. Um, How often do you get to, to do that? So that's why I wanted to do it because you don't get to do that every day. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're going to get bonuses to your, you're going to plus one to your electronics, astronomy, heavy arms, command and engineering. All of you can see this. I'm just reading this for the stream. Uh, plus one to personal armor, but versus energy specifically, uh, a Farron shares your body, which means you get on one of your weapons, you get this, the, the innate in energy keywords you get, it's called Farron blast. So one of your, one of your weapons will get that, um, and you also can use skills to perform Theron arcane rolls. Uh, so when the time comes, if we, we need to talk about arcane rolls tonight, we will. But right now, that's where you're at. Uh, you have minus two to grit, the, to max grit. So we've covered like what, what that means. Is, so the max grit you can have is three. Uh, disruptors will deal an extra strong hit to you, an auto strong hit to you. And also there's some other very specific things when it comes to energy attacks. And your complication is we've already kind of touched on prejudice from Zhao. So uh, Joe hates you uh, because uh, you won't you won't leave his people alone. That's where we're at. Fair. Okay. Fair. Joe is so. pretty hateful. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. The, yeah. the negativity just oozes mm-hmm. off yeah. Radiates an aura. <laughs> <laughs> he, sent me, he sent me a Discord message. Let me read it really quick. It says, I know she's your wife, but do we really have to have a panel set? Okay. Uh, all right. So we got our species. Fantastic. Let's talk about attributes. Uh, so attributes, there's six different ones in game. You get 18 points to distribute uh, across them. Um, let me read through all of them. So you've got strength. You guys know what strength does. Reflexes. A lot of these, the names can kind of tell you what they do. Some of them do affect um, substats and things like that. So strength will affect your mm-hmm. equipment, like how much you can carry, that kind of stuff. Uh, reflexes, much like you would expect, might affect you know other things as well. So you got strength, reflexes, mobility, focus, uh, intelligence, and grit. Uh, grit allows you to do some rerolls. I should point that out. Uh, so that does actually affect it. And I'm trying to remember. Also, you so, recover or something like that. Yeah, your recovery and things. I have them all here. One sec. So strength will give you uh, equipment slots, affects your endurance. Um, let's see, affects certain skills. All of the all the in these these uh, attributes affect a couple different skills. Uh, reflexes will affect your defense score. It also will affect your sighted shot action when we get in combat. It's one of the ways you can you can one of the actions you can take sighted shot. Um, it also affects medicine and planet skills. Mobility is, is your speed, basically how far you can move, etc. That kind of stuff. Um, also affects stealth. Uh, focus is, um, will affect a couple different actions like sighted shot and overwatch. Um, but also your weapon adds your focus score to endurance, endurance damage. And so in this game, there's like, there's endurance damage and then there's attribute damage. Attribute damage is what eventually will kill you. So if you start taking attribute damage, if you ever get down to minus five, you die. Endurance is like what you lose. And then eventually as people, as strong hits and critical hits start coming through, that's when you start taking attribute damage and that could potentially kill you. But endurance is kind of there uh, somewhat as like a sort of a, 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 a I don't want to say a shield because there are shields in this game, but that kind of, uh, that's kind of what it is. 
Uh, intelligence is uh, combat order. So how, you know when you go in order, you know when you go to order in, in combat, um, and you also get a boost from cover uh, from your intelligence. And it again affects a couple skills. And grit, we already talked about it. it affects recovery, affects rerolls, stuff like that. Uh, so those those are, are are how you can apply them. Uh, now you you have eighteen points to distribute. You can go between zero and five. Some of you do have a max penalty. So some of you, you know, based upon your species, might only be able to go up to three. Um, in this game, if you have a score of zero or one, you get a minus one to all roles related all skill roles related to that attribute if you have a four plus as your as your attribute you get a plus one to all roles so if you had say a four in mobility you would get plus one to stealth roles and there is a there is sort of a, a slot for that in the uh, in the character sheet any questions on attributes i'll let you guys go ahead and um- I'm curious about like the plus and minus max thing. Like, do you get more attribute points as you level up? Uh, no, but but or? attribute. So there are some traits that affect attributes. So like you can optionally mm-hmm. take some of those that might kind of and, and also they're just going to fluctuate as you take damage as well. So they kind of go up and down here and there as you, you take some damage, heal it back, that kind of stuff. But as like a, a trait as uh uh, for Zao, that I was confused about how it worked because I know my intelligence has a minus two, mm-hmm. um, but there's like a trait I can take as a Zao that gives me a plus one to all of them. It says I get a plus one max. To all plus of them. one max. But it's like so a trait. Means, yeah. So I guess I'm confused. Does that move all of my stats up by one? No, it just gives. Or, it's just the max stat that you can put it in. So if you have plus one max. All that means all of your your traits you could potentially invest up to six points right now. It's it's only how much you can invest in it. It's not it doesn't like it I, doesn't give you the boost on top of it. Because I'm I'm confused by that because I can't take it during character creation. Like it requires that you have prerequisites that you can't have during your creation. Yeah. So I was confused what that would do unless you get attribute points like later. So there are tons of traits and the traits in this game are in different categories. And some of those categories are attribute traits. And so there's, so Mm -hmm. if you should take a look at some of those attribute traits and see if some of those traits actually boost, uh, your attribute score. Cause that's, that, that would be my, I don't know off the top of my head. I don't have them all memorized, but that would be my guess. Uh, like just like looking at it. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Cause like I'm, I'm going to pull one up just to, to double check really fast. While they're looking at that, what are folks thinking about their uh, distribution for their attributes? I'm going uh-huh. high on intelligence and dump and strength. Yeah. Opposite. I'm not far off from there. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm trying to figure out what tactical and operations are like specifically like what they do. Oh. So I can figure so out what the associated your... skill is. Like your combat skills aren't tied to the stats the way that the other skills are. Okay. They will okay. get their own bonuses based off the equipment that you use. Got it. Got it. Got it. Thank you. That's super helpful. So, Jeremy, you're going opposite. You're going high strength and yeah. dumping in. Relatively well rounded. Uh, basically, threes on everything except for strength at four and intelligence at two. So nothing with a deficit, but only one thing with a bonus. Uh, I took twos and strength and focus. 
threes in intelligence and mobility and fours in reflex and grits because uh, mm-hmm. reflex and grits tie to the two main skills that I want to focus on. Which are? Do I want to give that secret away yet? Oh my gosh. Put me on the spot. <laughs> uh, medicine and biotech. Mm. Nice. I'm going to be our Nephilim healer. I'm so excited oh about that. <laughs> I... It means we have to let you touch us. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jeremy, you of all people are not allowed to complain. Your favorite thing is to make everyone grossed out whenever they heal you. you I know. I love your healers. It's the best. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I guess so the way like pluses and minuses to the attributes determines how I'm going to mm. invest. Because okay. when I was looking through it, it when I saw it had like a minus two to my stat, I thought it meant like I put I have to put five points mm-hmm. into my intelligence to get it to a three. Yeah, and then if I took the no, no, yeah, I, I thought that too initially. All it does is reduce your max score. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You I still like, always have the eighteen to distribute. So I now can only I raise my mobility to a three. Out. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry, say say it again. So I don't know how to raise my attributes then. I'm looking through like the traits and I don't see so, how to do that. So my trait, if your character has a, if your species, as to say, which yours does, uh, has a disadvantage minus two max strength. So by default, you can take an attribute like strength at, at character creation. You can take it to a max of five. But because you have the right. disadvantage minus two max, you as a right. corp can't go higher than three at character creation. Okay. Okay. But then, um, sorry, you guys were talking about that the minus two on the totals? No, they, that um, was just a misinterpretation of what it meant. It's like, so it doesn't affect your total. It just affects how uh, how many you can invest. Uh, we have an expert answer in the chat. There are very few ways to boost your attributes, some traits, and outfit uh, outfit modifications. There you go, Joe. Yeah, that's why I, I don't know okay. all the traits off the top of my head, but that's what I assume since there's just so many of them. That's probably where they would come from. So there you go, man. Okay. Thank you. That's what, because I was wanting to get the, there's like a trait called like perfect form or prime form or something like that for Zhao, which buffs the max of all of your attributes by one. Mm-hmm. So right. then I would have like a net of plus four for my minus two. Um, but I didn't see how to like, take advantage of that <laughs> it was gotcha. raising my max uh in terms of like when it happens i'm not sure like what what are the requirements for that trait specifically um i just need because you start with three knowledge and you need four knowledge for right. that trait gotcha okay uh so yeah i mean it's probably not something it's probably something you can build towards and then we can we can like research the the, the various traits mm. and see which ones affect your attributes the other thing i should say right now by the way is that there is in the game, uh, there is a rule uh, called, I think it's called like repo or retro, excuse me. Uh, so basically it's like lemon law. Like when you when you gain a, a new level, you can choose to exchange one attribute point trait. So, or a train skill for another of the same kind. So, God dang it, Chuck. So. Chat said I had to. If. <laughs> 
if you put something at level one, for instance, but at level two, you want to, you want to rearrange it, then you have the ability to do it. So, okay. So that also might be another way too. It's like actually, that might make sense. Reassigning yeah. If I take that, then else. it'll let me move my points around once I level. Check you out. Okay. Amazing. And yes, Jeremy in chat, Joe going to Joe that system. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Joe wants to know how to maximize. Joe and I respect it. I do too. Joe wants to know how to get uh, how to get seven, seven. bennies at the start of every uh-huh. session. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Even though he's only going to use three. I can that. I can Chuck, you should that. be you should be a Palantor puppeteer because that's kind that, of what they yeah. look like. Yeah, I could. That's kind of what yeah. they look like. I could, but I really want to play a massive tentacles that heals people and doesn't understand that not everyone wants to be a bioengineered monstrosity. That's fine. I'll just, I'll just, I'm just going to kill your kill this one. And then the next one, I will. we're going to give the people what they want. Yeah. That's That's what you, we got to do what we got to do. All right. How we all, how we doing on attributes? We're ready to move on. My trade. Did you get your attribute? I did. Thank you. Spent your 18. Awesome. Yes, thank you so much. Is the what are the dot like on the character sheet when it has the dots and then the score? Is that uh, let me like, it again? The dots are just like to have a visual representation. You can yeah. also just type in yeah. the number. Okay. You should type in because oh. in the PDF, it actually will take your it'll strength calculate. and your, it'll calculate some other things for you. Right. So uh, definitely type that in. Okay. And it's a one or a zero that gives you a oh, minus. Sweet. It's a one or a zero that'll give you a minus oh. one to associated skill rolls. It's a four or four or above that'll give you a a plus Mm. one. Joe, those are called hexagons. (laughs) (laughs) My vision is so bad. They look like circles. I had (laughs) had to zoom in. Okay. (laughs) People are so old with your bad eyes. (laughs) (laughs) My computer glasses on. Let me switch my old man glasses. (laughs) You just keep yours right connected to your eyeball. That's there we go. Are we ready to talk about oh. skills? Yeah. Let's talk yes. about skills. Yes, we are. Bunch of different skills. There's basically three different categories. There's primary skills, okay? Uh, you get six of those. You get to train in them. Now, in this game, it's a binary concept. It's you're either trained or you're untrained. That's it, okay? So it's like it's not like you're going to keep getting extra levels or something like that. Like if you have something from your species or whatever, that's different. But or trait. But in terms of trained versus untrained, it's binary. So if you roll a test with a skill that you have trained in, you will get a plus one to that role. If you roll a skill with something that you're untrained in, you will get a minus two to that role. And that's it. Uh, obviously, you'll get bonuses or whatever from other things, but just from the trained perspective, that's where it's at. You get, you get so, so character creation, you get to train six primary skills. You get two personal combat skills. There's only four to choose from. Uh, there's, the, there's light, which... I mean, I, don't, I, I feel nervous just describing it this way because you can reflavor these things so heavily. But like think of light more like kind of pistol-y. Think of heavy more like rifles and, and, and sort of big old guns and tactical. Uh, there's a lot of grenades and ordnance stuff I was seeing uh, in some of the lists of, of, of tactical. And exotic uh, is, 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 is kind of like if you wanted to go melee, that's the way to go. Um, so you also can get two space combat skills. And we are going to we are going to try some space combat which we've tried in other systems and it's been fun, but I am confident with this one. I am. Uh, so, so what the game recommends, and I'm just going to sort of echo it here is that 
all of the, so like as a group, you should have somebody trained in each of those skills. So like, make sure you have at least one person who's trained in wealth, at least one person who's trained in persuasion, at least one person trained in leadership and so on and so on and so on. And so I would suggest you all kind of talk that out here and figure out who's going to cover what there's, there's five of you. So there's going to be overlap, obviously no big deal, but probably try to make sure everything is at least trained. And then when it comes to the personal combat, small arms, heavy tactical, I said, I said light, I meant small, small arms, heavy arms, tactical, exotic, you get two and you can kind of split that up. That shouldn't be hard to cover. And then all of the different stuff for combat for, for like running your ship, kind of split that up as well. So I turn it over to you so I can sip. Oh, yeah. one other thing. I thought I, sorry, go ahead. One real quick thing. That's a, a good point. And thank you for the reminder. The other thing when you get trained is that it allows you to take traits within that skill because mm-hmm. skills have traits. So if you don't have a skill that's, tr- if you have an unscreened trail, you can't take a, a skill trait in it. So mm-hmm. keep that in mind. Yep. But definitely heavy weapons. That's an obvious mm. one. And then maybe tactical. Uh, I can take tactical. I get a plus one tactical. Uh, I would also recommend wealth just to make it easier for us to get shit. <laughs> Is it a or bad persuasion idea to do if we want to talk our way into getting stuff? I, I mean, both would work. <laughs> it, dep- it depends on your strategy, right? I think if you're uh, bribing your way in or if you're just status, yeah. I think maybe. But then if you're trying to, you know, it all depends on your approach. I think I want to play a more facey kind of character mm-hmm. if it's okay with everybody. So it's maybe fine, right? persuasion. If you want, my character talk, should not be the face. <laughs> I'll be bad because I have plus three yes. leadership. Hell be great. Yes, that would be so yeah. good. Okay. I'll be can good at do, yelling at people. Can we do persuasion? I'm I'm gonna live vlog everything, is is what's gonna happen. <laughs> Are you gonna do a socialite? I yes, really want I, I really so. want to play a socialite. I think I think I want to play a socialite. <laughs> I I absolutely was saying that to him. I'm like, I would totally play a socialite. This would be. I think I'm gonna play a socialite. I'm gonna live vlog everything. (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, So are people okay with the uh, persuasion? Oh Um, yeah, you go for it. Do we want to? Gonna be. Do we want to just like go down the list and just make sure? Actually, that's probably a better way to do it. Yeah. Who's who's taking wealth? Is that my trick? How, how, sorry, clerk? how many skills can uh, one person six, have? Six. Six from that first category. Combat's okay. separate. There's a separate number for that. So six from uh, everything from wealth mm-hmm. to planets. Okay, so I'll take wealth and persuasion for sure. Okay, nice. so you take you take wealth and persuasion. Uh, Jeremy, you already said you're taking leadership, so oh, that's yeah. covered. The leadership is really solid. Anyone taking Sorry, psychology? Are, are we gonna go like one? Like we're gonna go down the list? I was just gonna yeah. go down the list to make sure just to make somebody sure everybody takes got every single one, and then once that we have would... that figured out, you'll have leftover points to put where you wherever it is mm-hmm. you yeah, feel like putting. That's awesome. I just um, want to make a note. Psychology's okay. next. Who's taking psych? Uh, I had not planned on it, but I could. Uh, I also could. Mm-hmm. I think it could go. I threw in the chat the ones that I was playing. Technically, everybody could. Just a question. Of who, <laughs> who I'll tell you. What, I will drop awareness and move move that up to psychology. Okay. All okay. right. Culture. 
Definitely uh, not Joe or Chuck. The socialite would have culture. That makes yes. sense. Okay. My tray's got yeah. culture. Uh, physical. Yep. All right. Uh, resolve. Yep. Okay. Uh, awareness. We just lost a few shots to somebody. Well. Joe's got I it. Okay. It might overlap. Yep. All right. Uh, uh, who's taking stealth? Who's taking stealth? I've got stealth. I've got right stealth. Too. All right. Lots mechanics. Anybody make, taking mechanics? Joe, you were taking mechanics. mechanics. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, electronics. Joe, sorry, I don't have your list up. Do you have mechanics? I don't. No. Um, I threw the in the chat on Foundry. Okay. Oh, I did the that too. I, was putting. I don't have that. Up, uh, sorry. Uh, okay. I've got I electronics. Okay. Nice. I've got okay. the next four. So electronics, computers, biotech, and medicine. Chuck, you got yeah. all those. Okay. Yeah. And have computers and biotech. Okay. I mean, there's, there's totally going to be overlap, which is, yeah. A Ooh. Astronomy and planets. Mm -hmm. Anybody got those? Yes. Both okay. of those. All right. Nice. So, I, so every, all of those are covered then. So put, you know, Sweet. wherever it is you want, if you have extra. And then we can hit cool. the. Uh, sounds like we had a lot of people that had stealth too. Did, yeah. did we go over tactical just, and operation? We haven't gotten there yet. The yeah, we just like, did the top. Yeah. The top ones. Thank you. Sorry, set. sorry. <laughs> no worries. No worries. I went back and took psychology. I feel For like people um, Chuck's character and mine are going to be buddies in things uh -huh. that we try to do together. <laughs> uh huh. Oh, yes. <laughs> Okay. I might because we are loaded down heavy on stealth. I might switch my stealth out. Either for something grit or reflex. I feel like it's probably not a bad thing. Yeah. If we can all sneaky sneak yeah. together. I've never found stealth <laughs> to be particularly useful in a role playing game. <laughs> <laughs> and you've you you've never had anything bad happen to you when someone who isn't stealthy is trying to sneak up behind you yeah. when you're stealthing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm dropping stealth and moving up to resolve because I feel like if I'm gonna be ripping people to apart to make them better, <laughs> you just kinda having some resolve. <laughs> uh -huh. Resolve and biotech are both really useful for Zal from what I've been looking at. I'm gonna okay. take uh, resolve as well to lie to people a little better. Right. <laughs> Presumably I will need that. I'm definitely taking biotech because um I can do the there's like a body morph thing that Zao does really Don't worry, I can do, do that for you. Is there. I got yeah. you covered. <laughs> Yeah. So my six are wealth persuasion and cultural resolve awareness stealth. Very nice. Nice. What does I everybody like else have? I got psychology, resolve, electronics, computer, biotech, and medicine. Sounds good. Cool. 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 Got astronomy, computers, biotech, resolve, awareness, electronics. Nice. Nice. Let's see. I'm at uh, leadership, physical, resolve, awareness, stealth, and mechanics. Mechanics, okay. Mm. Melissa? Uh, so I'm going to work from the bottom up. I've got planets, astronomy, biotech, which I might drop because it sounds like everybody does biotech, computers, stealth, psychology. Okay. Very nice. Mm. All right. Personal combat is the next four. Mm -hmm. So small arms, heavy tactical and exotic you get to put in two some of you might even have a species bonus as well which is a separate thing that's just a flat increase um, but small arms heavy tactical exotic definitely 
probably have a, a spread, but since there's only four, there's five of you, there's clearly going to be overlap, but... Uh, I'm going to have tactical and exotic. You're taking I don't think the same too, Joe. Bad idea to do anything. Okay. And we can take two, you said. Mm-hmm. Two. So yep. I'm going to take small arms and tactical. Okay. Nice. I'll be heavy and tactical. So we've we, got we, heavy. We I are Twyfar tactical. I think Twyfar have a bonus to heavy too, right, Melissa? Yeah. So I automatically have a species bonus to heavy. Okay. And then nice. I picked exotic. So I might put my other one over in. Because eh, I was going to do heavy. If you, yeah, well, like, even if you have a species bonus, it doesn't mean you're trained in it. So, like, if mm-hmm. you're looking to eventually go into that weapon, get traits from that weapon, you know, that kind of thing, then you do need it. You do need to train it. So, it, would, it makes sense. Yeah. It sounds like my train might be the only one that has small arms. Uh, yeah. I, I don't have anything in it, but it sounds like I'm. Or, like, if you want to go more on the like heavy arms and exotic, no, no, I can switch man. up. What for, um, for Melissa? Like I could, I could switch up. I could do small, small arms and heavy arms, and I could just be all the guns. Mm-hmm. And I'm Ooh. totally fine all being the, the dude that has all the guns. There would be so good at all. That doesn't stick. bother me at all. Okay, I don't. Then I'll mind stick with heavy and exotic. Okay. Every cool. time Jeremy yeah. gets into combat, like eagles screech. <laughs> Backgrounds oh, replaced. What was this thing? What was that coming out of nowhere? That was. A- <laughs> oh, okay. arms popping up out of nowhere there. So it's my corporal. <laughs> Getting I used to just them. the tentacles coming up out of nowhere. Onto our arms. Oh, All right. Yeah, I think Chuck and I both have tactical and exotic. Okay. Yeah. I think I think you're yeah. good. I think we're we're good there. So then the next four are for spaceship stuff: command, engineering, operations, gunnery. Same deal. You get two. And you probably want to spread them around. Say which uh, say that again. Oops, Come okay. on. Uh command command engineering operations and gunnery. Those are the four and these are these are all skills related to spaceship uh operation combat. So you get two of them. So you get to pick two. And oh. I get command and engineering from my species. So you just nice. want to, Oh, so okay. I'm just gonna take yeah, that makes awesome. sense just to to um, continue going with that. Okay. I get a bonus to gunnery. I would normally do engineering. Nobody has anybody done operations. It's I have. I have a bonus I have operations and engineering. So I'll, I'll take operations and I'll take whatever is left over because I don't have any of the bonuses. So nobody's yeah. done command. I've got command, and you I think command. Melissa, you said command. Like yes, command and engineering. And engineering. So gunnery is the only thing that's left, right? So I've got gunnery covered. That's my so, first. So let me just. Yeah. Let me just read if it has really gun fast. in the word, Jeremy's yeah. <laughs> All the All guns. All the guns. <laughs> I'm sorry. I misunderstood. I, I so, thought it was only most of the guns. <laughs> All the guns. I Obviously, think you might have misheard me. You thought I wanted a lot of guns. <laughs> oh, well, you did the bacon thing. Yeah. Um, so engineering and gunnery are kind of obvious. Engineering is repairing, defending the ship. Gunnery is using the weapons. Command <clears throat> is piloting the ship, coordinating crew, and making use of escort fighters. Operations is knowledge of and ability to manage like technical operations of the ship and make use of warheads. So just so you all know what the descriptions of those things yeah. are. Um, right. and, and basically kind of- in combat, because personal combat and, and spaceship combat, they're 
they're built on the same the same chassis um these things just give you plus to hit like they give you a like when you take mm-hmm. you know this bonus it gives you a plus to hit and whatever if you're using like a weapon with that um, of that kind of that type so given that there are five of us here and four of these skills everybody sh- like they each skill should be covered at least twice like yeah. a minimum mm-hmm. of twice definitely yeah. should have a backup in each of them pretty easily so mine's operations mm-hmm. and gunnery I have engineering and operations okay so two in operations we know jeremy's got gunnery so there's two in operations two in gunnery Chuck and Melissa uh, both have command, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. command, and I've got another in operations. Okay. Okay. I, I could switch in, that to engineering. I I'll mean, put one yeah, in engineering. Because okay. I figure, like, my guy's already a mechanic, too. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Engineering and gunnery. So then that sounds like everything has at least Covered. two. Yep. Yeah. Good to go. All right. Skills are done. Good call, my tray. Skills are tray? done. Oh, right. awesome. yeah, good that's, call. The, Working that out. that's the level of math I gave. Yeah. Now I'm done. That's all I can do. I thought, as a corp in a capitalist, you're very good at counting. No, I'm very good at paying someone else to count. That's uh, the true secret of capitalism. Delegation. Uh, all right. Let's talk about traits. So just to keep things simple, you get one uh, mm-hmm. right now. But every level, you'll get another. And there's different categories of traits. We've already kind of talked about it. So there's like resource traits, influence traits, attribute traits, skills traits, that kind of stuff. Um, so there's there's different categories of traits. But right now, you get one. And the game mm-hmm. basically recommends that you pick something that is essentially what your person is, like what you mainly do. So Chuck, you, you want to be a doctor, pick something that's medicine related, right? Jeremy... Yeah. You're a big mercenary oh, dude I already with know all mine. the guns. You know, I've already picked it. Right. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Well, that makes yeah. this easy. What do you got? Perseverance. Gives Give me a bonus to stealth, to mechanics. It makes my recovery better. And if I ever get a strong hit, I automatically get a recovery. So Fantastic. he's just this big, mean bastard that stays in the fight. You're basically oh, you're the yes. you're the tank. You're like the endurance tank up front. Nice, 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 yes. nice. Okay. And you just get the that. one. And we mm-hmm. have two weeks before we're playing our first session. So this is every other week's show. So so if, I mean, you could take one now. And if you decide that you want to keep reading, because there are a lot of them, um, you can you can go, you know, you can obviously go through and make a change. One of the things I was doing when I was making some characters is I was just kind of looking at the, like I was looking at requirements. And so if I was making like a Palantor, I would just peek at the ones that were specific to Palantor. Cause if I wanted to really lean into that as my, my species or something like that. So, um, there's a lot of different ways to go. So don't, it, it, mm. it's easy to fall down the rabbit hole and just keep breeding them. So just kind of focus on whatever it is your main thing is right now. That could be like looking at a skill that you think you're going to use a bunch, go to, go to the list in the back and look at that skills traits. You've got to train, look at that skills traits, or maybe an attribute that you think you're going to use a lot, go take a look at that attribute, that kind of thing. So, so something just to kind of get you, um, to get you there and don't, and don't forget you'll have the opportunity to, you know, switch out. All right. Anybody have one in mind other than Jeremy? All right, Chuck, where's that? Oh my God. All right. Where does it come from? I don't know. Where does it go? Uh, I am. I was looking at taking Meet Maestro. Okay. What? I mean, it sounds yeah. amazing. Oh, God. Yeah, that's what, what draw me. That's what drew me to it. Oh. Uh, requirements Vivamancer, Nephilim. I am one of those. 
Uh, I get plus one to physical and biotech. And for aura one, the prep action grants all allies plus one armor until your next turn. Very nice. Very, very nice. Prep is an action you'll probably take. Uh, you all probably take relatively regularly in combat as well. Okay. Um, there's, there's a couple different things you can do within prep because prep is is it's not just like one thing. There's a couple things you can choose from it. So very nice. Uh, what's that under? Uh, that's under medicine. Okay. I'm just going to. And I do have the medicine skill. All right. Uh, PDFs 160. Thank you. Yes. I don't know how to count. I didn't make Same. it this far in life. Okay. So Vivamancer Myth and then awesome. Okay. Fantastic. Uh, how many anybody of else? these are you allowed to have? One right now. One. You get one every level, basically. Okay. Thank you. And we'll we'll sort of figure out our because we play two hour streams, we'll figure out our leveling up pattern, but book if it rules is written it's like every three every three sessions kind of think about getting a level or so which is kind of we'll probably stick pretty close to that i think barring mm -hmm. some shenanigans gotcha all right anybody else yeah that's a good point mm -hmm. um another put uh again there's certain types of traits and most of them you can only take one trait in that area so if like you're you're you know, if you're yeah. taking your medicine skill trait, or if you're taking your your like that's it. Like you're you can't take another one. You can't take a you can only, you can't take like two strength. You know, but out like the different areas, there are plenty of combos outside. Like you mm -hmm. don't have to just worry about within. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, what I'm I was looking at was philosopher. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, so no, no. I, I know. <laughs> My so bad. That fucking guy. <laughs> Uh, go right ahead, uh, Joe. You know, you, we just, we're <laughs> going to try to get you to be quiet, but you won't. No, go ahead, man. What do you got? Bye, <laughs> uh, <laughs> philosopher. Okay. That was what I was okay. All right. What's uh, that under? It's under psychology. All right. Um, it's, it was one of the recommended traits if you're the Chrome Zhao. And okay. it gives you plus one to resolve in biotech, which I need both of those mm -hmm. and sure. uh it gives me a free research acquisition role every session very nice uh, uh and then the disadvantage to that is you you it's one knowledge to retro this trait so basically we talked about retro before like when you level up you can switch some stuff mm -hmm. out in this case it's going to cost you to do so it's not a it's not a free retro so okay right on man yep okay i like it very much all right um my trade did you have one in mind I was thinking of Jack of all trades, which is okay. under culture. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. It makes sense that the uncultured person would interrupt the cultured person. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, I, I should have mentioned this before. I apologize. But like on the left hand side, you see how a lot of these have icons to them that kind of some of them are more story oriented. Some of them are simpler, like the Jack of all trades, the one with like the little die that makes just a little simpler. And so there, it's like a quick way of us, you know, knowing whether or not how complicated yeah. this, this particular, I really like those icons. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I assume Joe, you're ignoring all of the, the simple ones. <laughs> yeah. 
I see the books and I go for all of those. <laughs> you go right. <laughs> um, all right. So jack of all trades plus one to persuasion and leadership. You reduce all untrade skill roll penalties by one. Normally minus two. I love that. I love that type of skill. I remember playing um, Traveler and getting getting ranks and jack of all trades as a skill was pretty awesome. Oh, that's so awesome. Really, yeah. I just, okay. I, I, I like being like an all, like a balanced Kelly character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay. I agree. Cause I feel like most socialites slash influencers, you know, <laughs> who do the, like, we really do have a very broad <laughs> skill set, right? Absolutely. I, I saw a pretty hilarious tweet or something and I was like we nobody is allowed to have imposter syndrome anymore because we live in a world that allows Ben Shapiro to style himself as a genius (laughs) so so I think that's the vibe I'm gonna go for (laughs) is convinced I am good because 4 million people listen to me so I must be good (laughs) fantastic Melissa, I think you're the last one. Did you make oh. a decision? So, and I'm actually speaking to what you were saying. There's kind of two choices that I think I might go with because this is kind of in the setting um, that kind of connects to Nephilim. The easy mode one is well traveled, which I think is cool because it gives plus one to three different skills that you're not getting a, spe- a species bonus in. So basically just kind of helping with that kind of initial character creation stuff. Disadvantages, you have to do negative one to a skill. So it's kind of a three for one trade. The other one that I was thinking about, um, but I could see it uh, potentially being something that I've got to keep track of and might forget about is studious. Um, which connects to intelligence, um, which has some very cool benefits. Um, but also like if you don't like learn something every couple of days, then you kind of like lose some stuff. So it's kind of that like insatiable thirst for knowledge, um, which I think is very I cool. I love that. Um, but I know myself and I'll probably lose track of that. Okay. So it's better <laughs> if I do well-traveled and just know I got my skill bonuses and I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, that would be, that's cool as shit, though. That's a, that's a cool concept. Yeah, I definitely okay. liked the vibe of, of Studious, for sure. You should take it, though. I think you'd be good at it, man. I think, like, you I think you'd be better at it than you think you were. I have to go back and find it again. Okay, Thank you've you. got two For weeks to finalize. You have two weeks to finalize. So think about it some more. Take a look at it. But I, I was actually looking at Studios yesterday for one of the ones, I, one of the sample characters I was making. So, I and it might be something that else that I was thinking that isn't Studious. It might be something else that has the negative that I have anyway. So with Studios, you may perform one free networking research or modification acquisition role per session. So maybe I will stick with Studious. Um, okay. But well traveled seems like a cool option for um, kind of an easy way to kind of boost some stuff early on. And don't forget nice. to, uh, so you got a minimum, you have, you have your int of three. That's one of the requirements, yeah. but it also has one knowledge to so make sure you're assigning one knowledge for the, the rest of you. If you happen to take a trait that had a requirement like that, like a one, one KN that's knowledge, uh, there is a little section on your character sheet where you can denote that, um, if that I don't I didn't see it on anyone else's when we were scanning around, but I can double check later. We okay. all start with three, I think, right? 
three. Yeah. Unless you got something else from somewhere uh, by default, it should be. Uh, I think all of you basically start with five spare time points in three knowledge, which should be kind of on your sheet unless there was something that you got or took that that kind of messed with it. All right. So that is your trait. Next, we get to complications. Depending on your choice of species, you might already have some, but this is separate from it. This isn't or in addition to it. So, um, so basically there are, there's a list of complications in the back, but there's also drive complications. Uh, so drive complications is something you might also look at as well. Uh, so complications, the full list is on, hang on, hang on, um, is on page like 146 of the, of the PDF. Yeah, 146 of the PDF. So you can see things like addiction, obsession, uh, different conditions, like a psychological condition or a physical condition or dependent PC or guilt or you're being hunted. Uh, inner fire, which Legion, that's for Legion specifically, which Jeremy should already have. Moral code, observe, prejudices. Many of you already have prejudices against you. Uh, reputation, unwanted ancestral memories. That's specifically for Kaltorin. Nephilim emissary or Joe would work for you as a Zao. Uh, Chuck, since you're going, it sounded like you're going more tenebrous, I think. So I don't think that would apply to you since I don't think you're the emissary. Yes. Emissary is like the humanoid looking. Version. Oh, yes. No, I am all Ooh. squiggly over here. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then the drive complications. Uh, so there's other complications on page. Where am I? Uh, page 32. So you can see they kind of go into them a little bit more uh, in, in a little bit greater detail. Mm. So you can kind of see the things so you can so potentially get. Either drive? a complication or a drive, a complication or one Yeah, of so a character can have a maximum of one drive complication. So you're welcome to take mm. one. You're welcome to take that right now. You will be getting more complications as the game progresses. I think it's like every five levels or something like that. You get a new complication. <laughs> But if you want to take your drive complication now, I'm down for that. Some of them, if you read the description, are are like they might fit your character type or your species. Like Melissa, for instance, your Twifar discovery is one of the drive compl complications. So you're mm. you're driven to uncover secrets and break new intellectual ground. Um, so you can, you know, it's yes, very common for I'm, Twifar. I'm actually going to interrupt here just to correct myself um, because what I was just saying earlier was actually this drive complication. So okay. I was getting the things confused in my head. Gotcha. Um, so the um, the trait that I took of studious is not the thing that has the negative. Okay. Studious is very cool. It does very good things because it's a, a cool trait. But yeah, so this was the complication um, that I was going to go with, which is mm -hmm. discovery. Um, is that like if you don't um, like get research in two sessions, like you get a point of damage to a random attribute. Um, mm -hmm. But then good things happen. Like when you gain knowledge, you gain a grit reroll. Um, and if you discover a great secret, you get a, a free spare time point. So, so all about the intellectual knowledge. I would certainly encourage you all to take a drive complication at level one yeah. might help me craft some scenarios to make sure they're specific to you. But if there's something you like in the regular one, then, you know, that's cool too. Got something, Chuck? It seems like the... I do. Oh. No, go ahead, Joe. What are you going to say? Quiet, are Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Joe. Uh, the, the only thing I was going to add was that... Uh, seems like the drive complications are good because they all have like risk reward kind of yeah. like you can get mm -hmm. stuff out of them. Mm -hmm. And then the yeah. normal complications are less inhibiting, but mm -hmm. 
you don't get anything out of them. They're just yep. a flat minus. Well said. Chuck. So there was a lot of types of complications thrown out there. So I'm hoping this is actually a complication I can take. I want to take the collector complication. Yeah, that's uh, a drive complication. Uh, nice. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. The, you mm, like to collect no. rare objects of a particular type. Archaeologists, mm, gallery owners, mm. bounty hunters, and the like may have this drive, but it sounds like Chuck has something else in mind that he's going to be collecting. <laughs> Spare parts. Spare parts. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. You, whenever you work on someone, there's always extra parts. <laughs> I, I like so to keep those. I about your Apache healer. You put uh, that computer together, and there's rare. like screws on the table still. <laughs> they gotta be rare, so it's not just some random corpse toes. You have to get like oh, some no. creature, someone from cool. Yeah, something. You yeah. gotta hunt out special, special creatures. Look at that dude. To, He's yeah. super strong. I should take his biceps. <laughs> okay, Chuck to collector. Fantastic. Anybody else have a complication in mind? I think so. I had an Wish idea before I saw the drive ones, and I feel like I want to do a drive one first. Nice. I was initially tempted to be like the big, tough, all the guns guy, and then have a kid, have the dependent, which okay. would be fun. Like he's yes. trying to teach his kid to also be a little warrior. Okay. You could but have that kid's ghost be possessing one I of your weapons. I refuse to have a child around Chuck's <laughs> character, so instead I'm going to have tenacity. <laughs> Good thinking. <laughs> Good <Smart>. thinking. <laughs> It's amazing it's how many years it took us to learn that. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Tenacity. Once you set your mind to something, you rarely give it up. Things of value yeah. only come through great sacrifice and endurance. Reformists, dedicated charity workers, war veterans, yep. explorers, and the like may have this drive. Fantastic. All right. Anybody else got an idea? I'm doing the uh, rule keeper. Yeah. That's, it that, fits. That yeah. suits you so amazingly I well. I love that. <laughs> uh, you live by it's, a set uh, of rules. These may be strict religious texts, traditions, or a personal moral code. Priests, police, elderly people, legion soldiers, and the lake may have this drive. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. nice. I like the, uh, you get plus one to all things when obeying your moral code. Uh, gotcha. So the one, the code I wrote up, I was working on this earlier today, was fitting into the Zhao thing. So their code is all about like balance and sustainability. So it's all, it's like consume without depletion, wasting injustice and call everything that cannot sustain. Okay. I love it. Uh, so that's We've talked about it before. Cause it's like, you know, it's like my, I love that species so much. Like it's, yeah. it's, they're really cool. They're, they're, they're the, so I liked all of them as I was reading through the oh, yeah. Zhao like jumped out more than all of them to me. For sure. For sure. Um, Okay, uh, I think my tray. You're the only one left. I'm. I've been trying to uh, decide. Um, you guys can can help me uh, figure out like what would be fun. Okay. Um, puppet master, proselytiz, pro, pro, proselytizer. Proselytizer. Thank you. That one. They, they don't Probably have that word. Probably not that one because they can't say that word. That's, you should take it just for that. So, so not. <laughs> David. Uh, um, monument or um, pup, pup, not already said pup master. So, pup master, brusilitizer, whatever the fuck, however you say that word. <laughs> or, or monument. Monument. Okay. Monument. 
So Monument, you strive to create something bigger than yourself, inventors, entrepreneurs, corp CEOs, and the like, man, like, drive. They all feel like different versions of each other to, to me. Okay. Um, so yeah, Monument's about making progress towards whatever like your your lasting monument is, like a, like a Twitch channel or something. Uh, proselytizer, uh, all being street preachers, revolutionaries, ideologues, corp PR agents, and the like may have this drive. Uh, that one seems less about building something and more just about convincing people to come in. So mm -hmm. I think that's yeah. the slight distinction. Yeah. And then puppet master, you seek to secretly control other people's choices. Your actions may be self-serving or you may believe that other people don't know what's best for them. Con artists, salesmen, leaders, Nephilim, genocrats, and the like may have this drive. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. That one might I, be the most fun. I do, I do want to put out there that it would be really awesome if you took Puppet Master. Because every time you mention it, I would get to think about the Yo Gabba Gabba episode with Elijah Woods. Uh, where he did the puppet master dance. I'll I'll take puppet master just to make Chuck happy. There you go. <laughs> Bam. Okay. And also because it, I think that's what I would have gone with anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but if anyone asks, it's for that's good. why. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I named my character for you, so that, it well, there we go. <laughs> That I oh. feel like I need to apologize for. It <laughs> <laughs> okay. hasn't even been revealed yet, but uh, oh, nice uh -huh. little uh, tease there. Uh -huh. <laughs> All right. So let's see. What did we just finish? That was complications. Uh, so next we got we got some substat stuff. Uh, some of it's going to be auto calculated for you. You got your resources and influence. So. Generally speaking, uh, resources are kind of an abstraction in some way, sort of defining like your combination of like wealth access, um, you know, th that you have to essentially get things. Um, it also could be things. You know, so so it's, it's the idea of like what you're using to to get items and stuff like that and to some degree. Right. Influence is like for your spaceship resources is for yourself. Um so at the start, you have a starting current value of your level plus two. Some of you might have a species thing that might change it. So my tray, you, I think you have a bonus to yours. Uh, so all of you should basically have three. My tray, you should have more. Uh, the maximum value right now is your level plus three. So do the calculation. Uh, influence, we're not going to worry about tonight. We'll, we'll do the spaceship stuff um, kind of probably in Discord or something off uh, offline. Um, spare time points, uh, in knowledge are okay. So spare, spare time points in knowledge in some ways are kind of like how you quantify like your downtime, like what you're investing your time and your energy and trying to do like in between scenarios and stuff like that. Um, so if you're like going to purchase something, for instance, like if you want to go buy a new weapon, like you, you, you make an acquire role and you possibly spent, you probably spend a spare time point. And that's really just to kind of describe that it took you this amount of, of resources, this amount of time, this amount of effort, et cetera, to go get something. Knowledge is kind of similar, except it's more about learning something. Right. Um, 
spare time points, it's again, it's abstracted. So it's not just purchasing something. It could also be building something. You know, it's, it's like you, instead of buying a weapon, you're building it yourself, but you're still spending the spare time to do it. It's like a, a it's, it's trying to quantify your time in some way. Uh, so you have a starting spare time point, spare time points of level plus four. So you should also be at five. And you have starting knowledge of three. Some of you might have already got a penalty or a bonus or something that to it. So there's a box in the character sheet where you can delineate or sort of note where that's gone. That makes sense. Yep. Already had to spend a knowledge uh, yeah. for one of my choices. Um, okay. Any questions on that? Spare time yeah. points and knowledge and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, How so, often yeah, do you get to attempt those? Uh, which which ones? Like the like when you're making an acquisition role or like a research role. What's kind of like, how often are you doing that usually? Is it like once per session or like? I think it's going to, for us, we have 40, you know, we have our 40 minute sessions and things like that. So it's going to kind of, it's going to sort of be more based upon it, like what kind of access we have and sort of to, to delineate downtime and things like that. Um, so. So in chat, just to throw this out there, you're, you gain one spare time point yeah. per session by default in terms of gaining. I, I would okay. say Joe, don't expect to do one every session probably unless you have a specific trait or something like Melissa was looking at with mm -hmm. like research roles and networking yeah. roles. But in I general, knowledge yeah. One. yeah, like in general, it'll be a couple a couple sessions probably before we hit a downtime session. And so I'm probably going to like pace the campaign in that like that where we have a couple sessions of play and maybe like a half or a full session of downtime, like my trade, Melissa, not unlike what we do with like fellowship phase when we, when we play our, our one ring game and stuff where we just really kind of get into the downtime phase of it. Um, obviously okay. situations might change if like you guys are doing a scenario on a space station or something, you might have, you know, more access to, you know, stuff like that. So like, we'll, we'll, We'll play it by ear, but just generally think of it in those terms. Uh, okay. So, so when yeah, go ahead. it's, uh, so like, it'll say like for the research, it says 12 T is mm -hmm. that saying like you're spending, it's like a DC of 12 so, and you exactly. have to spend one T to exactly correct. T that okay. lowercase T stands for a spare time point. And KN stands for knowledge. So if something says 12 T, you have to make an acquire roll. The difficulty is the 12 and this T is the, the spare time point. During character creation, you don't have to do the acquire rolls for anything that's 14 T or less. Uh, so you don't have to worry about that now. But in the future, as the campaign progresses, if you're trying to get like really good items and stuff, like you might have to actually do the rolls then. Um, knowledge is the same thing, okay. like you're, you're committing it. And so like you can kind of track your 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 spare time and like you'll you'll accrue spare time as the game progresses so okay all right we good with that any other questions on that one all right uh sub stats all of this i think most of these should be auto filled if you're using the pdf uh so equipment slots are equal to your to six plus your strength uh grit rerolls uh is equal to your grit defense is 10 plus your reflexes which is i think it's on the top of the second page of the pdf endurance is equal to 10 plus your strength times five armor is going to be your outfit stat we'll get to that shortly uh your munitions are three munitions is again kind of like um kind of like an all-purpose abstraction of like ammo in a weapon but also for even even 
even weapons that don't necessarily have ammunition can use munitions as like a as a, a sort of like a, a trigger for for certain powers and certain like benefits stuff that you do like munition uh these munition abilities and things like that we'll cover that when we start doing combat um recovery is equal to your grit combat order is equal to your intelligence so all of that's there um equipment the way equipment works is like you have a certain number of slots your items anything that you're not carrying in your hand or in terms of if you're wearing your outfit, it doesn't count towards your equipment slots. And if you're carrying something in your hand, it doesn't count towards your Christmas equipment slots. Uh, but everything else will. Most everything is two. But then there's like, if you have a large item, it's uh, three. If you have like a, a small item, it's one. If you have a tiny item, they can all be on the same line. It's a, it's a lot. It's, it's fairly similar to like Free League, for instance, for like a lot of the Free League games that we've played in the past. And that, and that the way it delineates it. Um and anything that's super small, like a flashlight or whatever, you can kind of put all on one line and not worry about it to take up too much. I will check your character sheets to make sure you're cool with this. Um, you do probably you probably want to have at least a couple of you with some space because you if you get like um, loot, uh, loot resources and stuff, you you need to carry them. Uh, so like some of some of that stuff you might have to carry, and so you want to make sure you have some space for it as we go. Um, so let's get into then filling up some of that equipment because we're going to do weapons outfit and utility and then we'll do some final questions for the party and then we'll probably get out of here so at the start of the game you get one to three weapons um i i i said this to you beforehand like the game is extremely flexible with how like letting you essentially customize your weapons and you can do all sorts of amazing things. There's a whole process for it. You pick your type, you pick various modifications and variations on it. And as long as you can afford it with like your resources costs and stuff like that, then great resources is somewhat like a, like a, like a loadout. If you want to think about it, like you have X amount of resources to, to fit yourself with those kinds of items. And so there are limitations but there are pre-made weapons. And so I would say for now, like for the stream, uh, it might be a good idea to just pick a pre-made weapon. And then if you really want to dig into the custom weaponry, like you could do that between now and next time, or I can help you with it as well. Cause I was kind of going into it pretty in depth over the weekend. Um, so I would suggest that now yes. that's my, that's my suggestion. You don't have to follow the suggestion, obviously. Um, now there are some, some other little things, some, some weapons, you're going to see a lot of weapons have like little keywords and stuff like that at the bottom. Mm -hmm. Um, one of those might be sidearm. Now mm -hmm. there's also going to be a resource cost sidearms, a care, like you basically get one of those for like a discount. Mm -hmm. So if you have like a side pistol, that's got from the graph, from the, you know, from the, the list that costs like one resource, you get a discount of one. So it's basically free. Um, so those are things you, you, you might, might be able to look at now, if you're making stuff or even if you're buying, you're, you're grabbing stuff like pre-made, you still have to pay the cost. So there's acquire and there's resource when it comes to acquire, if there's a T that means you're spending a spare time point. Okay. Anything at 14 T or under, you can just get for, you can get without having to roll a check for it. If you try to do anything higher, you have to make a roll for it. Uh, and then obviously they also have a resource cost. So that's, that's a lot. So let me, let me walk us through like a weapon just so like we kind of know how this works. So I am on page 167 in the PDF. These are example pre-made weapons. Mm -hmm. 
just to sort of walk you through how this works. So let's take a look at the little nipper, which is a pistol. It's a small arm. So if you're trained in small arms, this would be great for you. Hit dice is how many dice you roll to hit. So like you roll three D6s when you go to roll to see if you hit. Hit is a flat bonus. So you take three D6 and you add your hit and there's other things you're going to add. Range is what you think it is. Uh, we'll worry about how range actually works once we start doing combat, but obviously the higher the better, higher the furthest away. Endurance damage is how much damage you do to the person's endurance. Critical damage is how much damage you do. That The game does recommend to have at least one, maybe two people that have a weapon that can do four crit damage because of the, the way the game balances out. And then you can see there's like weapon types there. But pay attention all the way to the right. There's two columns, one for acquire and one for resources. Acquire, it says 9T. If you wanted the little nipper, you can take it for you can take it without having to roll for it. You just get it. You do have to dedicate one of your spare times uh, spare time points to it, though. It also says resources. Normally, this would cost one resource, but because it has the sidearm characteristic, you get a discount of minus one because you get one sidearm for a discount. So you can essentially get this for the cost of one one measly spare time point. Does that make sense? Yes. Weapons we weapons take a second. Like, they took me a mm -hmm. second to kind of like wrap my head around, but but it, it's starting to make more sense for me. I'm still in that second. <laughs> I, yeah. I want the heavy barb splitter. <laughs> Let's take a look good. at it. Heavy barb splitter. It's a heavy arm. So if you're if you've got that, so Jeremy, you got heavy arms. That's perfect. Yes. It's a blaster. So it's kind of telling you kind of what it is. The hit dice is 2d6. So you're rolling 2d6 to hit, but you get a a flat plus five from the item to your roll. Yeah. It's got a range of three. It does for endurance damage. It does four plus whatever your focus is, whatever your focus score is. It has that crit damage of four that we were talking about. Mm -hmm. So there's one of the weapons, you know, that we would want. Uh, it tells you what the weapon damage is, a shell arc demo charge, and then it's got a choir 12 T. So you don't have to make a roll to get this, but you do have to dedicate a spare time point to it. Yeah. It's then it says resources. Demo charge shells. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good. And it's got pierce too, which is nice. Yeah. And then it's got two resources at the end. So you have to take two of the resources that you have on your character sheet are now devoted to your heavy split, heavy barb splitter. It's not head. like cash where you spend it and it disappears forever. Like if you decide to trade out your splitter at some point, those resources kind of come back mm -hmm. to you. That's why I, I say it's kind of like a loadout. It's sort of like managing how much you can load out at one point. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm definitely taking that. Perfect. It's Rhonda. Rhonda. And you're totally welcome to reflavor it, call it something else, describe it however it is. Like that's the game encourages you to do that. So if there's something that you like, describe it however you want. The stats are still the stats, but describe it however you want. Uh, uh, I'm considering yeah. the Apollo AR. Oh, that one looks good, too. Yeah, which is just a few above the one Jeremy was looking at. Gotcha. Small mm -hmm. arm. Okay, so it's a small arm. Got a lot of hit dice, 5d6. Has a hit of zero. So you don't so you get the roll 5d6s when you go to hit somebody which is a lot of dice but you don't get a you don't get like any bo flat bonus it has four range which is very good endurance damage 2 plus your focus it has that four crit damage as well so both you and Jeremy actually are hitting that 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 one of those things it recommends yeah. 
The acquire is 14T. Still, it's, you still don't have to make a roll since it's at 14. You have to dedicate a spare time point. It costs three resources. Now, by default, I think I people have, have four. You have four because you're I a corp. So you still you're have special. one to play with. <laughs> so awesome. Awesome. Sweet. Take it. Sweet, sweet. All right. Anybody else have an idea? Uh, um, it, I know what I want, but it'll okay. be having to slap it together later. So I'm okay. looking at two weapons. Um, I know the, the thought. The first is going to be like a like a laser scalpel. I'm fixing people, mm-hmm. removing parts. Mm-hmm. need to have something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other one, I want a, a tentacle spike chain, just like a little spike chain attached mm-hmm. to one of my tentacles, and I can just spin around Hell like a tentacle yes. top. What are like, your what are your weapon skills? What did you take for for personal exotic combat? and command? So okay, I exotic is perfect. Yeah, for the the so exotic you can get certain modifications because exotic is basically a melee, and it sounds like that chain thing could be something like a yeah. flail or or a what's whip your second weapon though? You, you just you said a, a space combat exotic, what? and what's your other weapon one? Oh, oh tactical. Uh, I don't Tactical. plan okay. on. <laughs> you said command. Oh, did I? My bad. My bad. <laughs> okay. Like I can, if you want, you know, we don't do it right now. We can do it different yeah. time, but like we can, we sure. can build, build that stuff out. But there is a, there is like a whip that you can probably reflavor um, as okay. the chain thing that you're talking about. I'll have to dig in for the scalpel more, but it's not, it sounds like the, and it would probably fall under exotic. So I think it should, it yeah. should fit for you. Okay. All right. All right. The the two I'm thinking, um, I think, because I've got tactical and exotic. Uh, For tactical, I'm looking at the prototype canister. Okay. uh, Because I was thinking, I want like a fire retardant type thing, because the only things that we're scared of is fire. Uh, so I was picturing that's like awesome. some sort of canister launcher that's, it's meant to be like a fire extinguisher, but I'm using it as like also combat. It's more like, uh, it can deal damage if it explodes on people, but, gotcha. uh, it can also be kind of like terrain control blocks mm-hmm. things. Cool. Uh, have you dug into making them yourself yet? Have you messed around with it at all? Not yet. Okay. Um, I've read everything until the weapon section below that yeah, i don't i can know give you a hand with it yeah melissa and i were messing okay. with a bunch yesterday so I'm, i can give you a hand with it cool. to, to get something that you would want yeah so that's what i want to do and then for the exotic i was picturing like uh because my character is like the zao robot kind of chrome thing mm-hmm. and he's got a bunch of like organs that are computers and things so he has like a cyberpunk type cable thing that he has that he plugs into stuff and i was thinking he also has that as like a weapon it's like a taser that yeah, that's cool shoots out. Hell. what would probably uh, make sense for both you and for chuck is trying to figure out a way to build one of your two weapons as a sidearm to keep the resource cost down so that you can still get yeah a decent the stuff. canister counts as a sidearm yeah, yeah uh, si- sidearm canister. isn't just a gun like you can get a variety of weapons mm. with a sidearm tag okay can you have more than one sidearm? Uh, only one the of them once. gets the discount. Okay, yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. All right. 
I'm not. Yeah, so the whatever the trying to fight fire too much anyway. Okay. Yeah, I will. I can help you with that for sure because that should be a tactical weapon more than likely the canister one because uh, it'd be shell. Probably. Be yeah, shell. It, the prototype canister looks like it's kind of close to what I want, and it counts mm-hmm. as a sidearm in the the weapons thing. Okay. Uh, I don't see what I know it would be exotic for like the taser thing, but I don't know. There's a uh, shock stick, so you would probably build it off of the shock stick, like that. You would probably very you know use that as a okay. As a, I would think. Okay. Yeah. Like a short range. Yeah. It's a uh, shock stick is a melee variation. So like you would, you would take like probably a cheap, a cheap base and then we add like a different variation. Okay. Okay. From chat, there is a trait thrifty that lets you take multiple sidearms with the discount. There you go. Mm. The man himself. All right. So again, I really think take your time with weapons. We don't, we don't, I don't, I don't need your answers right now. <laughs> I don't need your answers right now. Cause like oh there gosh, is a lot. can be sidearms. Yes, they can. Yeah. Well, there you go. I like <laughs> Dude, I was, solved. I was trying to build and I wasn't doing a level one one. I was trying to build a little Palantor family with like those little mini robot me family versions of himself that all just ran around <laughs> and threw grenades at people. What I was trying to build. It's like, so, so much fun. There's all sorts of weird things you can make. Like you don't That's have to. Like, you can just take the gun and shoot. It's great. But there's like so many like like the way you can combo Ooh. some of these things. You could get some really bizarre weapons. It's so much fun. Uh, okay. So let's not get hung up on weapons too much. Um, if you have something that you picked and you're happy with, just put it down. Mark your resources. Mark your your spare time points. And so you know what you're working with because outfit is the next thing. So outfit is effectively armor. Basically, if you want to think about it in those terms, it gives you a defense score, but it also gives you a bunch of other things. Potentially, it's just like weapons in terms of like you can build it from scratch or you can take some of the pre-mades. The pre-mades are on page 175. Um, And again, these do have some of these do have resource costs. So a flight suit and a shielded tie (laughs) are both zero resources. But the other ones in the pre-mades are, are they they do have a resource cost. So for those of you who are are, are a little you know not like Mitre, you don't have a ton of extra court money. Be careful, you know where you're at here with this. So and you can see that some of them they have uh, they have different stats and stuff. So I would recommend again just picking one of those, picking a pre-made for now, and then we can always revisit that later and, and kind of customize it for your for your character. A's body glove tactical suit. (laughs) Okay. Because it's free. It is. What do you got, Chuck? It's one. uh, Wait, Hayes body glove tactical suit is one. It's one resource, but because it's. um, It's 12T. Yeah. Like it's 12T. So all you're doing is spending spare time points. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I think the only one you would have to make a roll for is the make the mech suit. Everything else I think is, is you don't have to do rolls for. What you got, Chuck? Uh, shielded tie. That a boy. <laughs> of course. I was going to go naked. <laughs> I just want to be like, I'm just a ball of tentacles with like sure. some bits of face floating in there. Uh, I'm like, put a tie on it. Make it look professional. I'm a doctor, damn it. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so, yeah. Do the Praetorian assault suit. 
Praetorian Assault suit uh, gives you more endurance, gives you extra armor. Uh, so by the way, there's a there's a category in the outfits that says at zero endurance. So sometimes at mm-hmm. zero endurance, certain things will trigger. So mm-hmm. if you get reduced to zero, it might make it worse, might make it better. Like there's things that can happen when you get to zero endurance. Uh, otherwise, everything else I think is pretty straightforward. Bonuses to endurance, common bonuses to armor, bonuses to defense. Defense is um is to to hit is like what has mm-hmm. to what they have to roll to hit you. So it's going to normally affect. your reflexes plus ten and exactly. Then that. And then that. And so that's what my dudes would have to roll to hit you. Uh, armor is a flat is a flat reduction from mm-hmm. critical hits, like attribute damage and stuff like that. It's not so much endurance, but it's for, for attribute damage. Okay. I'm going to take Haze Mesh with the well-maintained mod. Nice. Nice. So Ooh. it's going to cost one spare time point and one resource from you. Ms. Corporation have. with all her money gets the upgrades. On one money. One money. You are decked out. You've got that tactical suit. You've got your big old weapon. That's four resources. You're good. You could probably That's find a sidearm it. for free. You could probably get a sidearm for free. I'm just going to throw Jeremy at them. <laughs> oh, man. Well, the end is pretty awesome. Actually. I mean, this is what, yeah. you know, corporations and other organizations do. You find your soldier, you throw them out there. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> I'm not sure um, what it would be for mine, but I'm picturing uh, like a scientist lab coat, but it's mm-hmm. made out of like what firefighters wear because it's okay. fire resistant. Uh, um, a little suit, bit heavier. Of? Mm-hmm. Kind of? A little bit? Yeah. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, one of the things that what I'll do is like when you all send me your character sheets and stuff on, and for those of you where we're, we're going to customize your weapons, some of the other things that we should look at are a couple of, this is advice from the book to have, we already, we got the four crit damage. We have a couple people mm-hmm. that can do that, which is great. Uh, but also having people who can do high endurance damage with a weapon and who might be able to deal splash because splash will deal with like minions and things like that too. So we'll look, we'll look to see if for those of you who haven't locked in on a, on that. Um, we don't really need to worry about it now, but locked on, there's ways that a party can kind of build and synergize with that, with that trait, but worry about that later. You don't got to worry about right this second. Okay. Um, all right. So the next thing is a utility. So, so you get, so we've done weapons, we've done outfit. Utility is basically just like, they're just like extra items that can do cool shit. Like that's, that's basically what they are. And there's a bunch of different categories. Um, you can only have one kind of utility per category. By default, you should get one at character creation, but there's ways that that might have changed depending on what you picked or you know, here and there. Uh, I think Palantor, for instance, get a second mm-hmm. one, but one kind. So like, for instance, as the game progresses, you can't have like two utilities from the shield category. There might be a trait that changes that, but like by default, that's the rule. Uh, but you get one for free at character creation. Uh, and there's lots of different different ones that you can do. Grappling hook. Got it. Grappling narrowed hook. down. I'm going to do medicine. <laughs> okay. I don't know which one I want. There's okay. bio You're just picking all of them? <laughs> I just want all of them. Yeah. But there's bio reconstructor. Super cool. Okay. Euthanation kit. <laughs> Why did I laugh at that? That's weird. Why did I just so instinctively <laughs> laugh at that? What does that say about me? Because Chuck is saying it. So there's yeah. Yeah. everything I say is funny. <laughs> Or that's a flesh reju- uh, rejuvenator. Okay, that's just objectively funny. <laughs> it is. 
I don't know which one I want. It's going to be either Bio Reconstructor or Flash Rejuvenator. So the other thing is... But then there's also some... the stims that if you're looking to like help people, it's the yeah. fuzz plug or a hit of haste or a puff of clear or a can of draz or a dose of fade if you want to like help us. Yeah. The That's other thing the is... stuff I was looking at does. Uh, the other thing is, is, is oh. some of these, by the way, if you look in the notes, we'll note that they are a toolbox of some kind. Uh, toolboxes will can be used to get bonuses on associated skill rolls. So if something is like a medicine toolbox and you use it when you, and you have it with you when, when you're rolling a medicine, you can actually get a toolbox bonus from it. Uh, so, and there's toolboxes basically for, for everything. So yeah. Pretty, with that, my tray, with did you see the flesh rejuvenator sorry. sounds like a, you kind of thing, Chuck. <laughs> it <does>. Sorry for <laughs> talking over <laughs> you. My tray, there's emissary pheromones that are small and count as a persuasion what? toolbox. <laughs> Under uh, stims. Un no, I did not see that. That's <laughs> okay. Second resources. section. Oh, one resources, though. I'm all out of resources. <gasps> oh, oh, that's a shame. Uh, well, you could have had the pheromones, but you wanted the big gun and you wanted the special true. suit. <laughs> God, the, just the jealousy. <laughs> Which one's sexier? <laughs> is pheromone sexier or haze mesh so sexier? <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> Damn it, I thought you were a scientist, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they both have their merits, like a, a mesh suit. Okay. <laughs> Pheromones. I think the mesh suit is more upfront about it. <laughs> and the pheromones is is more like mesh suits how you get your your you know your sugar daddy mm -hmm. and the pheromones is how you keep them. It's of course. Teamwork. Okay, so my my next resource can be spent on the pheromones. Okay. <laughs> You could still get one right now for free from something else because there's plenty. Yeah, of I'm gonna. I I think I I need to take some random look at this because there's okay. a. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't worry about that so right now. Yeah. I'll I'll add mine later if the people uh, have already picked. That's great. Jeremy, did you just notice the bots category? We have somebody giving coins out to people. I'm helping. There's a bots category. Oh my god! I just. It's a companion. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy about that. A little All right. buddy. So oh. let's see. Where are we? Uh so well, I, I think let's let's shore up all this item stuff between uh because I do think some of this there's a lot to look at. There's so many things mm -hmm. you can choose from. Um so much cool stuff. So I want to do like a, a like a couple quick questions for you all and then we'll leave. And so this is just like this is not necessarily from the book, this is just for me. Uh, as we kind of get set up. Um, so this is just a couple tiny character crew building questions that I'm just kind of curious about. Uh, and we'll do these just um, kind of in order. And I have, and I've totally stole this from people. Uh, so Joe, you're up first. Uh, I would like you to tell me something that what went wrong on the most, all of we're going to start the game with you all already knowing each other. You're already part of a crew. We're not going to do any awkward introductions. We're just boom, you're together. Uh, so, yeah. Joe, what what went wrong on your most recent job? Um, you, you, you can speak vaguely, and I can try to make it setting specific. It's fine. So, like, don't worry if it's if you're not sure how to answer. 
Uh, we didn't rescue everyone alive. Okay, had some casualties. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, Maitre, question for you all: What is a what is one good rumor about your group, or maybe somebody within the group that is true? It's a good rumor, and it's a actually a true rumor. rumor. That's true. Yeah. Um. Something people say about you guys, or at least some of you, or something like that. Right, right. Um, the the, uh, the 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 ship has a a really interesting uh, botanical garden. And uh, <laughs> that actually really uh, benefits the air purification filters. So the air quality and the general health of everybody on the crew is pretty well, like pretty awesome, considering we have to spend That's so much time in hilarious. an enclosed place. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Okay. We'll see how much it's going to cost you when I build your guys' spaceship. Uh, Chuck, what uh -huh. is one... Again, it's a good rumor. It's it's like a good thing about you all, except this one's false. It's not true. Uh, that we have on our ship like one of the strongest shields, and it's almost impossible for someone to take us out in a fight because we're just so well defended, but we're not. <laughs> We're made out of like tin foil and tissue paper over here. And just willpower and conviction just the whole way. Willpower <laughs> and good vibes. So so the rumor is that you have like really strong shields or something like that, but that's Yeah, something like yes. that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Got it. All right, Melissa, what is one bad rumor about your group that is true? I like how this ended up with Melissa. I know, right? Uh -huh. And I totally, I was paying attention to chat and I wasn't even listening to what Chuck said. So Chuck, what did you say? I said, people think we got good shields on our ship and we have reverse good shields on our ship. Oh, okay. And so, <laughs> so now I'm coming up with something that is a, something negative that is true. That mm -hmm. is true. Yeah. It's a bad rumor about your group and it's, but it it's true. Uh, we are, we think we're better than other people. Okay. Oh, that sounds true. I know. <laughs> we are. We're... But it's not. <laughs> My character definitely does. <laughs> but it's... So, you, so you think you're better than people and you are better than people. Okay. Uh, so, like, like the, but the kind of in that like. And when people meet oh us, we gosh. are pretentious. You know okay, the crew yeah. of those people. They're such pretentious jerk pretentious faces. Ass. Okay, got it. Yes, we are pretentious jerk faces. Perfect. Well, now I'm definitely adding the fashionable thing to my armor. That's <laughs> <laughs> so why I How got a tie box, uh, Slots do we get? Or equipment uh, slots? Oh, no, I get it. Which one? Back up. Now I get it. Equipment slots was that such and such plus strength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I get uh, it. Jeremy. And then you've got to calculate the size. Jeremy, what's one bad rumor about you or your group? And it's a it's a false rumor. It's not true. Mm. Oh, false negative. Um, 
Hmm. I think like somebody accused us of being thieves. I'm not sure what job there was, but maybe people like accused us of having absconded with some funds somewhere or just no, we we earn our shit. But somebody okay. along the way spread that rumor that uh guess are obnoxious, we... pretentious thieves. <laughs> with a really pretty with botanical a beautiful garden. garden and a badass shield on your shirt. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. Last question and then we're out. What's the name of the ship? Oh, I thought we landed on a hot pocket. Hot pocket is an old joke. I got it. I've done it before. Wait. Oh. I had it. I posted it in the. Where'd you put it? It was in chat. Last track of chat. Way the fuck back there. Let me get it. Hang on. I'll get you. I can do things. You threw it in Foundry chat. I may have been able to find it, but you threw it over here. and Okay. I'm going to put it in Foundry chat because I can't pronounce that. Oh, God. <laughs> it's French. We're going. <laughs> oh, I love speaking French. Kipster's in chat, so she's she can tell you I'm All right. French. Hold on. Let's, let's ask oh, okay. Kipster, Kipster how you say this. Posh. Oh, there's the thing where I can hear it. Posh should. Posh should. Posh should. It's got to be something pretentious. <laughs> That's pretentious, <laughs> I think. I think. Yeah. I think. It's a, a posh chad. <laughs> Posh Chad. Yo, why don't we do Posh Chad? That is the name of your ship. It is the Posh Chad. Because Posh Chad is French for hot pocket. So great. So great. All right, y'all. So, my tray, how do we properly pronounce that? My very limited knowledge of French tells us, tells me that it's Posh Chad. Okay. Okay. I mean, if we don't change the chat, <laughs> some of us, I'm not going to say who. Posh Chad, Posh Chad. I'm pretty sure. Chad. I think we, uh, I think Posh Chad is. Posh Chad. Okay. Yeah. I love it. All right. Oh the Posh Let's call it there for tonight. We're pretentious, but we say it wrong. <laughs> 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 you still spell it that way. But you- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. I think we've got some characters. Uh, we got some finalizations that we're going to do off air. We'll be up in two weeks to play some more of this. We're going to be, this game is an every other week game, every other Monday. We're alternating with our Monster of the Week game. Uh, but yeah, next time we play in two weeks, we will play proper. We will actually dive in, see these characters at work, mess around with the. Uh, the system a bit uh so yeah i think we're good to go and um i'll help those of you who want some help on making weapons and maybe some other extra questions and such here and there so uh why don't we do a couple quick closing plugs and we'll get on out of here uh joe what do you got going on man you got a friday game right yeah on friday we're gonna be playing anthea the system i'm developing and dragging everyone through doing free play testing it's good fantastic it's going well Fantastic. Uh, my Trey, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, what I'm not hanging out with uh, you guys, I am my two plays games on YouTube uh, where I make uh, system agnostic uh, videos about tabletops that uh, really center sort of 
player and GM experience. Fantastic. Uh, Chuck, uh, we already got it's Joe week. talking about Friday. What else you got going on with DOK, man? It's Monday. So Wednesday, uh, okay. we're going to be playing some Dungeon Crawl Classics, the second edition adventure, Night Below. Mm, Joe said Friday. Saturday, during the day, I think we're scheduled for Forbidden Lands. We are. And indeed. that's over on Grim and Perilous Plays. And then Saturday at night, we're scheduled for some Weird Frontiers over on Goodman Games Official. Perfect. Uh, and Jeremy, tell us about this Patreon. Yeah, everybody's we'll on Patreon. You've got comics, maps, tokens, fun stuff. Check it out. Awesome. Uh, okay, so I think that is it then. Uh, as for us here on Lollyaris, what do we got next? Tomorrow night, we are starting up Marvel, the role-playing game. Uh, you can see uh, you can see Steven is running that one. Uh, you can also see Kipser and Aaron, myself, Melissa, as we are going to be doing a, an X-Men-themed game. Uh, Thursday, we'll be back to Werewolf, the Apocalypse. We just did another Session Zero uh, for that last week, and so we're going to be starting up that Chronicle proper on Thursday. Jeremy and uh, Melissa are in that one. Uh, and then Friday, we've got some Delta Green. And Saturday, you can see myself, Melissa, and Maitre as we're playing and some One Ring, and I think we're three episodes left at most. I think that's what we're thinking. So, and that's about it. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and raid someone else, Insomnia Night RPG, because they always have those weird gifts that make us laugh. So we're gonna go ahead and raid them. Follow the raid. If you haven't yet followed our channel here on Twitch, please consider doing so. Also go check out Defenders as well. And if you haven't yet looked at uh, Adventures of Lollygagging over on YouTube and Defenders of Cobalt over there and given us a sub over there, that'd be great as well. And my tray plays games. Uh, and um, that's it. Have a good night, everybody.